Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This morning, booster shots being rolled out. Can you mix and match vaccines and when you can get one? Australian Open Shop Premier Daniel Andrews responds to the leaked email on quarantine rules. And heartbreaking plea. I love you. We miss you. Cleo Smith's mother begs for her return as the search enters its 11th day. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Pfizer has held crucial meetings with Australia's drug regulator to discuss the rollout of booster shots. Let's go live to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. The third jab could be approved within weeks. Yeah, that's right, Jody. with the TGA a meeting last night to discuss the final set of data provided by Pfizer about the efficacy of their booster shots. The medical regulator is expected to recommend a gap of around six months between second and third doses. But health experts say there is no rush for most of the general population, with Australia's expert vaccine panel expected to recommend a gap uh, of around six months. They are also expected to back a mix-and-match approach to vaccines with those who got AstraZeneca likely to receive Pfizer or Moderna. Keen to avoid those supply issues of the past, however, the government has already ordered over 150 million doses, with the majority of those booster doses expected to roll out between uh, GPs and pharmacies. Jody. OK, Taylor, thank you. Victorians have been splashing cash during their first few days out of lockdown. New data released by NAB revealed a 20% increase as spending soared past $350 million in Melbourne alone. Victorians can look forward to more freedoms at 6pm on Friday, including when indoor retail, gyms and cinemas reopen. Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews has responded to the Australian Open email leak, doubling down on his no-jab, no-play policy. An email from the WTA assured unvaccinated players could compete, even though spectators will need two jabs to watch them. All the people who are watching the tennis at the Australian Open, they're going to be double-vaxxed. All the people that work there are going to be double-vaxxed. Double Stands to reason that if you want to get into the country to be part of that tournament, yes. then you should be double-vaxxed double vaxed as well. It's estimated around one-third of professional tennis players are not yet vaccinated. 
New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet is pleading with the Tasmanian government to allow journalist Mercedes Maguire to reunite with her dying mother. She applied for an exemption to visit her mum in palliative care in Tasmania, but it was denied. As her mother's condition deteriorates, she fears she may not be able to say goodbye. Queensland is becoming increasingly divided, with regional areas facing dire vaccination rates, which could force ongoing restrictions and lockdowns. The state government insists vaccine targets will be hit before the state opens borders, but rates are slow. In Sherberg, just 25% of people have had two doses. The parents of missing girl Cleo Smith have made a heart-wrenching plea to help bring their daughter home. The four-year-old vanished from their campsite in Outback WA last Saturday, but Mother Ellie isn't giving up hope that she can be found alive. If you know anything, anything at all, call the police because we want our daughter back. A mother's plea to WA and the nation. We need her home. Heartbroken, worried and scared, Ellie Smith and stepfather Jake open up 10 days after their daughter Cleo Smith went missing from their campsite north of Carnarvon. What do you think happened? She was taken. Someone's taken. Do you still have hope? Yeah. We have hope that our, our girl's there somewhere. But... We don't have any leads. There's a 100-strong task force of detectives investigating Cleo's suspicious disappearance. Forensics yesterday collected security video from a home on the northwest coastal highway. It's understood cameras captured a sedan leaving the area around the time Cleo was possibly taken. How did someone come into that tent and take Cleo? How could someone take a child? And my gut was just felt sick. This is their message to Cleo, who they so desperately want to see again. I love you. We miss you. Georgia Holland, Seven News. An urgent recall has been issued for sliced ham sold at Woolworths and IGA supermarkets with fears that it could be contaminated with the bacteria Listeria. The Barossa Fine Foods No Added Nitrate Ham and Barossa Fine Foods Double Smoked Ham with these use-by dates have been pulled from shelves. Customers are urged to either throw away the products or return them for a full refund. Crown will today learn if it will be stripped of its Melbourne casino licence, putting 11,500 jobs at stake. A Royal Commission report and the Victorian government's response to it will be tabled in state parliament. An inquiry heard the casino underpaid taxes, facilitated money laundering and had links to organised crime. In the witness box and under oath, Gladys Berejiklian's former deputy has been grilled over his intimate relationships. John Barillaro later saying he believes there was a conflict of interest involving the former New South Wales Premier, but claims there was no corruption. With a witness list that reads like a power index. John the state's most senior politicians to its most annoying, as Daryl Maguire was described. It's a pain in the ass. Uh, very strong local member and uh, someone that really didn't um, let go. It was a dog of the bone. 
The Wagga Wagga MP and secret boyfriend of Premier Gladys Berejiklian and his never-ending push for $35 million in government grants. ICAC shown this email from him titled, Here We Go on the Merry-Go-Round Again. That's a, a, the kind of email that Mr Maguire would send you from time to time. That is typical, Daryl. Maguire had even issued a press release about securing the funding months before it was approved. Mr Barillaro, who resigned just days after Ms Berejiklian, said he agreed with every witness so far called that she should have declared the relationship it was a conflict of interest. She would not have been part of the conversation or the debate, and that in itself would have protected many of us in relation to decision-making. Most of us would, would have done everything differently. And he added, the Clay Target Club application should never have even reached the committee. The $5.5 million request, unusual. This was unusual that it came as a standalone item. Then, once ICAC had finished its questions, the cross-examination took an intensely personal turn. The barrister for Gladys Berejiklian turning the tables on Mr Barillaro and asking if he had any personal or intimate affairs he should declare. Um, I don't think that was a normal... That's a hard question because my relationship was with my family. That's a hard one to disclose. Outside, he said relationships should be declared, but only if they stood to benefit from a political decision, like Gladys's. Chris Reason, 7 News. A final plan to lower Australia's carbon emissions to net zero by 2050 has been discussed by Federal Cabinet overnight. The Prime Minister is expected to outline the policy today, having won the support of the Nationals. Scott Morrison will take the plan to a climate summit in Glasgow, flying out on Thursday. For many Australians, paying rent is dead money, lining the landlord's pockets and not helping them into a home of their own. But now a new financial product offers to make at least part of the rent a property down payment. For Lance Purvis and Beau Fraser, the first steps to home ownership came faster than expected. The idea of saving for seven years just seemed like such a long task. They found a home, then teamed up with Own Home, which enabled them to move in without a deposit. Own Home makes its money from an upfront fee and the rent charged. If you buy a house for, say, $1 million, you'll initially pay $70,500 a year in rent. Own Home keeps most of that, but the rest will earn you 2.5% equity in your home each year. After five years, clients own 12.5%, which should be enough to switch to a bank mortgage and convert the title to their name. At an agreed 3.8% a year, the home will now be worth $1.2 million. If the property is worth more, the customer retains the extra value. But if they decide not to buy, they'll lose the equity and... If you are going to sign up to one of these agreements, read the fine print meticulously, but also get financial advice and legal advice. Own Home has more than 400 applicants on its list awaiting approval. It'll check live bank data to see their income and spending habits and also ask whether they're wanting to buy for the long term. This is where I want to be and I'm committed to this property. I'm not buying just to try flip it and make a quick dollar. Gemma Acton, 7 News. 
Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is rising, the Nasdaq also lifting. In London, the FTSE gained 18 points, Germany's DAX added 56. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed down 204 points, Hong Kong's Hang Seng lifted by five. The All Lords added 28 points and the ASX 200 gained similar ground. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,807 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 84 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying just under 75 US cents, 85 Japanese yen and a dollar for New Zealand. More explosive allegations about how Facebook failed to keep a lid on dangerous content have been revealed in new documents released in America. Let's go live to US correspondent Tim Lester. Good morning, Tim. A damning internal memo warned the platform was hardwired for spreading misinformation. Morning, Jody. Yes, this is an August 2019 memo that has now come to light that talks about Facebook's core product mechanics actually promoting uh, hate speech and division in uh, the societies that Facebook serves right around the world, particularly in non-English speaking countries. Uh, but a lot of concern being raised over the revelations from this memo this morning in the United States and the extent to which Facebook might have uh, promoted the hate that we saw emerged last January 6th in the riot around the Capitol building. The document is part of this array of internal documents that whistleblower Frances Haugen took with her when she quit Facebook, now being scoured by 17 news media organisations here in the United States and more in Europe, consortia working through the Facebook documents and bringing them to light in a timed release of these documents this morning morning. This as Frances Haugen appeared before a UK parliamentary committee. And the question is, what is Facebook doing to amplify or, or expand hate? What is it doing to amplify or expand ethnic violence? You're right. I mean, Facebook didn't invent hate, but do you think it's making hate worse? Unquestionably, it's making hate worse. Thank you. And Frances Haugen has another appearance before, a Europe before the European Parliament early next month as these documents are poured over, things really getting quite bad for Facebook publicly. Very Jody. interesting. Thanks, Tim. A powerful storm system has battered Northern California, drenching rains, shattered records, causing major flooding across the San Francisco Bay Area. Rock slides and mud flows damaged part of the state, burnt bare by recent bushfires. Strong winds brought down trees and power poles, leaving tens of thousands of people without power. Sudan's military has launched a coup, arresting the country's political leaders and declaring a state of emergency. Thousands of protesters have taken to the streets of the capital and there are reports of gunfire. The head of the military has blamed political infighting for the army's decision to step in. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has made a bizarre joke about how to rebalance nature during a climate change press conference with a group of schoolchildren. So How sad. Do we start to rebalance it? And I think we certainly could start by rewilding our yeah. oceans. There's a lot of we space could feed to feed some do of that. the human beings to the animals. That, well, that would, wouldn't we? That would be. We could have a vote that, later and, and ask <laughs> if there's any candidates. But um, <laughs> the British PM is hosting the Glasgow Climate Summit next week. Spain's La Palma volcano has intensified after a partial collapse of the crater created new lava flows. The new river is threatening to engulf previously unaffected areas of the island. So far, more than 2,000 buildings have been destroyed. The volcano has been spewing molten lava for more than a month.
Prince Charles and Camilla have announced their first royal tour in almost two years with a trip to the Middle East. With travel curtailed during the pandemic, the royal couple will visit Jordan and Egypt in November. The tour announcement comes as the Queen takes a break from royal duties after a brief stay in hospital. In sport, England all-rounder Ben Stokes has been declared fit for the Ashes this December after proving his fitness to medical staff. The 30-year-old has battled a finger fracture since April and took a prolonged period of absence due to mental health concerns. The first test starts on December the 8th at the Gabba. Afghanistan have started their World Cup in style, a crushing 130-run win over Scotland. 20-year-old Mujib Rahman tore through the Scots with a fiver, while Adelaide Strikers star Rashid Khan picked up four of his own. The game was wrapped up with 10 overs to spare. The end of Mitchell Pearce's NRL career could be completed within days. He wants a release from the Knights to play his final years in southern France with Super League club Catalan Dragons. A mutual agreement from the Newcastle board appears to be a formality within the next two days. The Golden Eagle barrier draw will be held today with this weekend's clear favourite getting a massive boost. Kiwi horse I'm Thunderstruck will have Hall of Fame jockey Hugh Bowman on its back, the racing legend stepping in to take a shot at Australia's third richest race. I'm Thunderstruck opted out of this weekend's spring carnival races to gun for the Golden Eagle's $7.5 million prize money. A 30-seat Italian eatery on Victoria's Mornington Peninsula has been named Australia's best restaurant. Tedesca Osteria took out the 2022 Gourmet Traveller Award, praised for being sophisticated and elegant yet humble. But good luck trying to get a table. The restaurant has confirmed it's officially booked out for the remainder of 2021. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, Brisbane showers with a top of 28 degrees, Sydney mostly sunny heading for 22, Canberra mostly sunny 21, Melbourne sunny and 19, Hobart mostly sunny a top of 16, Adelaide mostly sunny a warm top of 30 today, Perth a possible thunderstorm heading for 17, Darwin mostly sunny and 34 degrees. And that's 7 Early News for this Tuesday the 26th of October 2021.